uh, we're back for a happy hour with some uh, new outside of music artists. We're really excited for them to be here and happy that they could lend some of their time to us to check in, check back in and see what's happening. So uh, I'm going to let everybody go around and introduce themselves and let us know uh, who you are, where you are, and kind of what you've been up to in the last you know, month of uh, quarantine fun time. So let's start with Mike. I'm Mike Conrad. Uh, I'm in Cedar Falls, Iowa. I teach at the University of Northern Iowa in the jazz studies area here. And uh, I play piano and trombone and I compose and arrange music. Um, last month or so, you know, been adjusting to the new normal of life on Zoom, uh, teaching lessons and classes this way. Um, it's starting to get somewhat familiar, weirdly. Um, and it's worked like pretty well. You know, I miss the in-person thing for sure. Uh, the one thing we can't really do in this remote online situation is ensembles. I've really missed directing a big band and uh, being able to do that whole thing. Um, but all things considered, we're getting through it okay. And I've been uh, using some of the extra time to work on writing some music and uh, playing the trombone a little more than I had been in, in months prior to the quarantine. Glad to hear that. Um... Let's keep moving here. Aubrey, why don't you introduce yourself? Aubrey Johnson. Uh, I'm in New York. I'm in Harlem right now. And uh, I have been spending the quarantine similar, <laughs> in a similar way. I'm, I teach at Berkeley and at Queens College. And so I've been doing everything online. And uh, I have a choir at Queens College, so it's been tough to not be able to sing with them, you know, or hear them sing together. That's fine. Um, getting through it. Uh, one thing that has happened since the quarantine is that my debut album was released on Outside In. And um, yeah, and Jeremy over there and Chris, who you'll meet if you don't know them already, um, are both on the record, which is why I wanted to join this team tonight to see them. And um, so I've been just, you know, promoting that record a bit. Sorry for the background noise, <laughs> if you can hear it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I did a couple live stream concerts with just me um, playing piano and singing, which is, has been really fun because usually I, I never perform on piano because I work with great pianists like Chris and other people. Um, but it's been really interesting to like explore, you know, me as a solo artist. <laughs> and uh, it's been fun to connect with people and, and more cool than I thought it would even be like doing live stream stuff makes me feel more connected. So that's what I've been up to. Nice. And some pretty good press has been coming in about the record. It seems like people are digging it. Yeah. It's been really positive. It's good. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Let's uh, move to Jeremy Noller, probably coming in from the furthest away. It's true. Um, my name is Jeremy Noller. Hello, everybody. Um, I, it's 8 o'clock in the morning in South Korea, where I am. I'm drinking my coffee. So please excuse that. Um, so I'm on Jeju Island off the coast of South Korea. Not a bad place to be stuck. Um, I've been here since the end of July, beginning of August. I moved here with my wife, who's a teacher here. Um, so quarantine has, well, there's not, I'm actually not in quarantine. Um, I 
think uh, the the uh, strategy against the virus in South Korea, as you may have read, has been a little bit different um, and pretty successful. So we never have actually had a full quarantine. Um, there's some suggestions of social distancing right now, um, but their strategy was always aggressive testing and isolation of people that have the virus, which prevented them from having to completely shut things down. Um, so that said, there's, there's still some restrictions. I, I could travel, but I haven't been traveling for obvious reasons. Um, so the big change for me is there's not much going on here on the island. I travel to Seoul to play gigs usually once or twice a month, um, and I haven't been doing that. So I haven't been up there since the end of January, actually. Um, so while I'm not stuck quite, uh, quite as confined as a lot of you are, um, still i'm kind of marooned on an island here <laughs> um yeah. but it's it's like i said it's not it's not a bad place because we can get outside and we can kind of do things and there's plenty of toilet paper available yeah. everywhere well, that's good yeah glad so. to hear that <laughs> nice uh let's keep going uh how about carrie you want to introduce yourself Hey, I'm Carrie Vanderclute. i'm a vocalist and composer um i'm in brooklyn right now in crown heights uh, yeah, and I've still been pretty much keeping my regular teaching schedule just online, so it's, um, it's kind of the same but different, um, getting used to the online thing. Uh, it's been a little bit of an adjustment. Um, yeah, and then just with the, the little bit of extra time that I get, I've been writing more and composing a ton. That's about it. Nice. And Chris, how, how are things where you are? Hey, everything's everything's good so far. Hi, I'm Chris Ziemba. I'm a uh, pianist and composer. I currently live in Washington, D.C., where my main gig is playing piano with the Airmen of a Note, which is the Air Force Jazz Ensemble. And we are also currently on hold, you know, working from home, uh, no gigs to be seen for the next few months. So trying to adjust to that like everybody else. Um, I've been spending my time uh, doing a lot of practicing, which is wonderful. Uh, I feel like I've, I'm like almost back in college again. It's like I have that time to catch up and uh, doing a lot of writing. I've started big band arrangement, uh, which is also something that I haven't done since college. So that's kind of exciting. And uh, yeah, other than that, just uh, trying to navigate Zoom meetings all the time. And that's about it. <laughs> so are you guys having to be on base at all or are you just totally at home? We are uh, not allowed to be at our facilities. As a matter of fact, oh. we're told not to go into our building. So it's, that's great, you know, stay home. Stay home, exactly. Very cool. So uh, one person in this group has already answered this question, but it's a question that we've been posing to every, everyone on our little chat. And um, so I'll give you a chance to think about it while I preamble this question. Um, the question is who or what few people might that are musicians, jazz musicians, otherwise, might you want to be quarantined with? And oftentimes this has turned into a discussion of who would be the worst people to be stuck with, because uh, people don't necessarily know who they want, would want to collaborate with it for that long. But uh, there's been some interesting answers. So I'm going to pose it to, to you all. Mike, I don't remember who you said before. I can't, I can't remember. 
but you're muted now. If if I remember right, it was somebody had mentioned that Herbie Hancock would be a good guy to be oh, quarantined yeah, with because right. he's awesome and he seems like he'd be like easy to hang with and talk to. So I just kind of agreed with them. I was like, yeah, that sounds good. You know, I didn't have a real good answer, but I, I still like that one. I'm sticking with that. Sticking with it? Okay. Yeah. All right. What about you, Aubrey? Who would, who would you want to be stuck quarantined with? I'm definitely, definitely still thinking about it. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, who would I want to collaborate with? Sure. But like, who would not be crazy? Right. And <laughs> who would not be annoying? Or like, so um, there's a lot of considerations there. Um, I'm thinking like as a vocalist, maybe like a, a guitarist or a pianist would be, you know, good to collaborate with, but like, you know, maybe a drummer would be good too teach each other stuff about our instruments <laughs> i have to keep thinking i'm not sure she's not sure does anybody have an answer i think chris <laughs> is having a cat fight right now uh, in the meantime i mean you're a pianist so you might have a different perspective yeah and i'm thinking about which way do i go with that so do i want to do i want to have a bassist so i don't have to play solo all the time or do i want to have horn players to like inspire my duo so i think probably if i'm being real uh you know What's the word? I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but if I'm trying to be a good pianist. I want to push myself, and that means playing a duo with a horn player. So I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't know. Like, would Miguel Zanon be cool to to live with for a while, maybe? Or like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's a cool guy, so <laughs> Miguel would be fun. Could be alive or dead. Could be oh. a dead person. You mean like have a dead? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, all right. No, I'm no. going to say it's Miguel. Like Miguel, but he's dead. Right. That's what you're saying? <laughs> That's not what you're saying, is it? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, what did it say? Carrie, Jeremy, who has a thought? Anybody? Um, I would probably, it would have to be a pianist or a bassist, I think. Um, I don't know. Somebody, somebody who wouldn't be too annoying to listen to practice all the time and that I could still practice at the same time with. Um I don't know. Uh, maybe Fred Hirsch. I feel like he would be easy to get along with. Yeah. Has anybody been watching his uh, concerts? He's been playing like every day. Yeah, I've watched some of them. He's the best. Nice. Um, okay. Well, Aubrey, you don't have to answer. It's totally okay if you don't have person. I will answer. I was thinking, my mind thought, wandered to maybe because you said bass player. I was like, oh, of course, a bass player. Duh. Um, like maybe John Patitucci. Because he's like so nice and he's so cool and he's an amazing player and also seems like he could like share information if he wanted, if, you know, if, if I wasn't too annoying to him. Not <laughs> <laughs> him, like Maria Schneider would be really cool, you know? She would definitely like be, she wouldn't be annoying, obviously, because she'd be quietly composing, I assume, not too loud. I could learn a lot from her. She seems really lovely. She's a Midwestern gal like me. Anyway. You never know. You could comp compose really loudly. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. <laughs> Jeremy, you got any? Um, I can't think of a specific one, but I would want to be trapped with a bass player, I think. Yeah. Um, Who? I think that's... Come on. Well, I don't... <laughs> it's hard to think of somebody that I really want to play with, but that I want to also spend all my time with. Actually, you know what? I would be, it would be, this is, this is person is alive and well, Luke Selleck. Because oh. Luke Selleck 
is swinging and he is perhaps the nicest person in the universe. Um, and he's usually happy. So I think he's usually, but, but I think that's <laughs> the thing I miss the most is just connecting with the bass player. And, you know. Yeah, for sure. So I know everybody's probably had a good amount of, you know, well, maybe not a good amount of, but at least some extra time. And I'm just wondering if you guys have found any new books or shows or podcasts or music records, anything uh, that you've been checking out to pass the time or anything you might want to recommend to people that uh, maybe isn't your project, but something you've been um, discovering. Uh, something that I was checking out recently was... Um, Ted Poor, this drummer, has a new record. A couple other people have been uh, recommending it to, on the on our show here, and I finally took the time to to listen to it. And it's a pretty cool, like expansive record. I forget what the name of it is. I could probably use the internet to tell me, but uh, he has a new record. Um, so I'm wondering, does that, if anybody's been checking out anything that's been super inspiring for them? I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i've been i just checked out that ted poor record on some recommendation of some eastman friends and uh it was really cool it was it was like the least choppy drum record i think i've ever heard in it and in a good intentional way he just kind of plays grooves um but really interesting um it's a really different record something I haven't heard in a while. Um, I really like that. And I really like uh, Christian Scott's got a new record out. And forgive me because I, I can't remember his entire new performer name. Um, but oh, uh, it's very cool and up my alley in terms of uh, there's kind of, it's called Ancestral Recall. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a lot of kind of West African uh, drumming elements mixed in and the production is really cool it's just it's done in a very kind of different way than i've heard before and i really dig that one too nice the ted poor record is called you already know and andrew g andrew d'angelo is on it and some other people but uh feel free to jump in does anybody have anything they want to share sure yeah i've been checking out um, my friend Elsa Nielsen, she's a flute player. She released a record a couple of yeah a couple months ago um, called Hindsight, and uh, yeah, she's very you like everything on the record you would not or anything that she does you wouldn't expect from a flute player. Basically, it's like it's like you know jazz rock slash metal vibe, <laughs> and uh, with flute, it's pretty awesome. And she wrote everything on the record as a response to the 2016 election. So it's all like protest music. It's it's really rocking and it's really fun to run to, and and other among other things, you know, mm -hmm. like you could listen to it without running too. But it's <laughs> I've been <laughs> been doing tons of since I, since this. So yeah, and I've been I've been reading some Walt Whitman poetry, Leaves of Grass. Mm -hmm. I was looking at all my books and realizing like I don't spend enough time with these books that I have here, and so I finally like picked it up, started writing nice. through, reading through it. Well, I know you also, I know you mentioned it a minute ago, but what was that concert series you were a part of a couple of days? Was, was it just this week that you put most recently? The, I know you're doing online yeah. concerts. That's what I'm trying to ask you about. But uh, if you had 
Any thoughts about that oh, experience yeah. or like tips for people that are trying to do it? Oh, we lost Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy. What's Jeremy. That? I'm back. He's too tired. He's, he's, he's <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, the concert series on Tuesday was Elsa's series, actually, the flute oh, player cool. I just mentioned, called Lattice Concert Series. And she's doing it every single night of the week, which is incredibly ambitious. It's pretty oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, with the whole idea that um, musicians are guardians of humanity's soul. <laughs> I love that. And uh, yeah, featuring artists doing their own thing or playing duo with somebody that they're living with. And uh, I... The, I mean, I have some tips I can offer, but the main thing I want to offer is that like people should should do that mm -hmm. if they want. You know, if if even if you're feeling a little scared or like you're not good enough at your secondary instrument or you're not sure if you can like you know make something really interesting alone, I think it's a really good thing to try to do, and that it's very well received usually because anyone that tunes in probably cares a lot about you or as an artist or a person or your music, mm -hmm. and um, it's a really lovely way to interact with people and it actually creates community in a way that I didn't really expect. My mom called me and said like, oh, all of our friends tuned in now that we're having a group text about the concert and like how much we enjoyed certain songs and like it's, you know, making people feel some sense of something that they're really lacking. And uh, it feels different than performing it, you know, in front of people, but it also feels very different than just playing by yourself. Like some of the energy that I feel when I perform, like I was able to find it when I was playing and singing online when I knew people were watching. And it was really wonderful to like put out that energy because I, that's something I really miss having an outlet for. Mm -hmm. So I would say like get a good like, you know, USB mic and plug it in and get n nicer sound if you want, but that's enough, I think, and just go for it because people need it. It matters. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for sharing. What was the... Um... What was like the mechanism for making it happen? Did they use just like Zoom or Skype or what did you, what was the platform? Um, she has it set up to stream live on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Cool. And she like sends out instructions beforehand. She's playing together, but it's not complicated to stream obviously on YouTube. And I did one before that for somebody else and that was just Facebook live. So it's really easy. And it's, it's just really, it's, it's healing for you and it's healing for other people. That's how I felt. And I'm not someone that was clamoring to do online concerts at all. I was thinking mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it. So, but now that I did it, I'm like, oh, I want to do more. So. Great. That's excellent. Mm -hmm. um, I lost track of where we were. We were talking about recommendations for of things to check out. Chris, did you have anything or Carrie? Yeah, sorry. I've been like chasing my cats around the room. They're being jerks. Um, I've been on a on a recent Ben Wendell kick, and I've been going down the rabbit hole of you know some albums that he's appeared on as a leader, as also a sideman. And um, a couple that I came across that I really enjoy is a duo album he did with Dan Tepfer, which is called Small Constructions. Hmm. And Dan is a pianist who, because of this, I mean, I'm gonna probably dive into a Dan Tepfer rabbit hole as much as I can. He's super like creative, super playful, and just, I've never really heard anything quite like it. And I, I think that duo is really fantastic. Um, another album I found was a Phil Dizak album, uh, which came out on uh, Criss Cross called Single Soul. And that's again with Ben Wendell and Eric Harlan and Joe Sanders and and Aiden Ladine, I think, uh, maybe. Um, so that's, I mean, that was cool. I really like kind of like 
the darkness of the compositions and everybody kind of complements each other well in that band. Um, and my third recommendation, which is on a completely different tangent altogether, is uh, an Illinois Jaquette album that I just stumbled across with Milt Buckner on organ. Man, it's super swinging. It's called The Comeback. Oh, wow. I've, uh, I can't get enough of it. Really. The Comeback? Yeah. The comeback. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to check that. I don't know that one. It's good. Wow. You can make a listening list. Yeah. We were, we're talking to, um, I think you probably know Jeremy Siskind, some of you guys, a pianist the other day. And he was saying he put together some list of solo piano records and it was like yeah. 400 records or something long. That seems a little ambitious to, to listen to all those. But it seems like a good I'll do list. It. So I typed in the comeback and the first thing that pops up is <laughs> not that record, but uh, apparently there was a comedy show from 2005 called The Comeback, which is not what you were talking about, with Lisa Kudrow, of all people. Uh, sorry, so Carrie, did you have anything that you wanted to point uh, people to? Yeah, there's an Australian singer I like a lot called Gian Slater. Um, and I have a couple of her CDs, uh, but then I was just kind of doing a deep dive into some of her older stuff. She only has a few up on Spotify, so I was checking out the old stuff that she has up on Spotify, and it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, and I've been reading a lot of poetry, too, a lot of Pablo Neruda, and kind of using it as inspiration for composing and stuff. Nice. Nice. Uh, what about you, Mike? I know we talked a little bit about this before, but... Yeah, well, after our the last uh, quarantine chat that I was a part of, uh, I was reminded of Remy LaBeouf's big band album that I loved so much when I got it. It was like a, a year ago or so, I think, when it came out. But I was like, man, I should listen to that again since we were chatting with Remy. Um, so I did, and it's amazing. Uh, really enjoyed um, digging into that once again. It's one of those recordings, like, from the very beginning, he has this beautiful, this beautifully orchestrated, like, first moment on the album. And so it's like right away, you're like, this is going to be great, you know, uh, just from that that first moment. And then you're he, he kept me for the rest of the thing. So, yeah, shout out to him. Uh, and I like uh, like Chris kind of been going back and checking out some older stuff, too. Um, I realized I had never really listened to Bobby Timmons trio recordings. Hmm. Um, I've always loved his playing on, on the stuff we all know him from, like the Art Blakey and the Jazz Messenger stuff and with Cannonball. But uh so I've, I've been checking out some of his uh, early recordings from like 1960, 1961 as a, a leader um, in a trio format. And that's been pretty cool. Nice. Well, it's a very eclectic mix of things tonight. That's good. Um, so I know some of you are talking about composing or playing concerts, all different th types of things. And so I'm wondering, you know, what are you guys focusing on? What, how are you refocusing your energy during this time to either be productive or to chill or like how are you kind of processing all this situation i know everybody kind of reacts in their own way and and some conversations we've talked you know about just being able to take more time for yourself and trying to balance this like incessant need you look on instagram and everybody's posting this challenge and that and it's like whoa it's just too much we just need to like chill and so some people will feel that way and if some people people will feel inspired to like do a million bajillion things and so i'm just wondering uh you know like what are you guys into right now what are you doing to like 
keep sane? Uh, or what are you working on that you're excited about? Either either one. Uh, Jeremy, we haven't heard from you, from you in a little bit. What, what have you been working on? Um, well, I've been practicing, which is nice. Um, fortunately, like I said, I can leave my apartment because if I couldn't, I would be like huddled in a corner weeping right now because I'd have no way to practice. Um, but I have a I have a drum set in a shipping container outside of a jazz club <laughs> that I rent. It's a nice shipping container and it's <laughs> insulated, so it actually sounds good. Um, so I can I go there every day for a few hours, and um, that's kind of a nice way to break my day up and get some practicing in. Um, but I've been trying to kind of use this time to be productive because, like I said, I typically I'm preparing for gigs traveling up to Seoul and I don't have that going on. So I have a new series of like short lessons that I'm going to be putting up on Instagram that I've challenged myself to kind of share an idea in a minute, like in the kind of Instagram time window. Um, and uh, I've got six of those that I've done. So I'm going to be launching that next week, which is quite challenging to only do it in a minute. Um, that was kind of the big surprise and to have really clear ideas. So that's been interesting. Um, and then the other thing, I'm still working on the, 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 the release that I did with your wonderful music label last year uh, with my West African friend, Mange Sila. We mm -hmm. are uh, kind of continuing with our original plan to plan some high school and college kind of clinic stuff. Um, Oh, great. So I'm working on actually percussion ensemble arrangements of the music that we put together and some teaching materials that uh, I'm hoping to bring to the world next year. But we'll see what plans this virus has for us. Mm -hmm. Man, those videos that you put out, I guess, when was that? Last year or two years ago? It was last, it was last March. So it was just, March. just about a year ago. Yeah. The I mean, the vi the performance videos are awesome, but the instructional like adjacent videos that went with them were just like so interesting to me and informative about how you blended the west african stuff and the jazz stuff so anyway i just want to put it out there that those exist and that people should go check them out because i just thought they were super super interesting well thank you very much they were your idea yes, so well done double thank you for <laughs> I will, I will not take any credit. It's you. Uh, so what else are we working on? Carrie, what, what have you been checking? I know you just said you were working on some uh, Pablo, Pablo Neruda stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess my schedule is actually kind of the same as it was before, just minus the, the subway commute. Um, but it is nice to be able to practice for longer. Um, and I've been, I started as a classical pianist, so I've actually been playing a lot of piano. Um, I decided today that I want to learn the rest of this Bach partita that I had started ages ago. So that's kind of my new goal for the next month is to actually learn it all the way to the end. Nice. On piano or singing? For piano. For piano. Nice. Uh, anyone else? You feel free to jump in anytime. You don't have to wait for me to just like, I'm not the, uh. I guess I'm the moderator, but I'm not the controller of this this situation. <laughs> but we need you. It, it turns out. You need me? Oh my god! <laughs> no, no oh. I'll I'll jump in. Yeah, please. Uh, so I I've got this 
big band that I put together in Iowa called the Iowa Jazz Composers Orchestra. And uh, we were just gearing up to, to premiere some new music uh, right when things started getting canceled and closed and all that. So that's been pushed uh, to a, a date in the future to be determined. Um, so I'm, I'm cooking up some more ideas for that group kind of further down the line. And one that I was kind of excited, excited about was this idea of like a game night big band game night uh because i feel like sometimes the music can be a little you know especially iowa audiences you know um we want to try to reach these people who maybe maybe they're not listening to jazz all the time or super into you know the music the way that all of us are um so we want to try to make it fun you know so i was thinking about these ways that uh we could engage the audience a little bit more and maybe write some music that had to do with had some game elements to it or involved some audience participation or some chance elements like rolling of dice to cue different events or uh, Bob Washett had this cool uh, small group piece called Deuces Wild that involved uh, playing cards and uh, which would cue different improvised duos doing things. And I thought it'd be fun to write a piece that used some uh, kind of percussive elements that you can take from board games like the, the popper on the trouble game or like shaking the Yahtzee dice in in a cup like all these sounds like kind of iconic board game sounds and find a way to make those happen musically in a piece so just sort of like silly like fun stuff that people non-musicians and musicians alike can maybe get into and just have a fun like you know bring your board games and check out some weird uh, big band jazz at this place <laughs> kind of day so uh, it's kind of a, one of those like far off I ideas, but something I thought of the other day and just started typing out some thoughts I had. So nice. I'm, well, now we're going to hold you to it. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Once I tell people that it's, uh, it, it makes me actually more likely to pursue it, I think. So that was part oh, of the yeah. reason for, I hadn't really, uh, pitched the idea to anybody yet. So you guys are the first ones to hear about it. Amazing. That's a good idea. It's a very interesting idea. Yeah, I think it could be fun. Yeah. See what happens. I agree. And I've been I've been spending, you know, after writing all that, that big band suite that I was telling you about last time, I've been uh, thinking about trying to write some more like just tunes lately, like mm -hmm. lead sheets. Because um, when I play like trio gigs and stuff, I, I realize I spend so much of my composition time writing for larger ensembles. I don't really have that many just like tunes I can play. So I end up playing other people's tunes, which I mean, there are so many great tunes to play, but I was like, I should have more, more of my songs that I can play just on gigs with people. So trying to do that. Nice. Killer. Great. Aubrey, Chris. Yeah, I can, I'll talk a little bit. Um, I think it's really good the way you framed the question. And instead of just saying like, what's all the amazing stuff you've been doing right. <laughs> or how are you instead you're, you see allowed for how have you been coping, you know? And I think that's super important, not only for us to talk about, but for everyone that is tuning in to hear too, you know, mm -hmm. in case they're feeling bad about not being super productive or whatever, you know, just allowing for all of that. I think that's really good. So thank you. I think I've felt a combination of, of the things, you know, I haven't been writing um, at all, I guess, since this happened. Um, I've, I'm teaching a lot. Like Carrie said, your schedule didn't change much. Mine didn't change a lot either. And I even took on a couple more students, kind of like looking ahead and thinking like, 
how stable is everything I'm doing and how much do I need to like save up and all that. Um, and as I've also been making plans to like, um, go and live with my parents for in Wisconsin for a couple months this summer before, cause my lease is about to be up. So it's this weird transition. I was going to move to a new apartment, but now instead I'm just going to go home for a couple months and come back. Um, so I've been in a space where I'm just kind of getting through the next month and then gearing up for like a lot of, um, time to hopefully, you know, practice more and to write more. I'm thinking about um, the next record now, having put out my first one, took me a really long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now thinking like, finally feeling fr- like, I don't know, more mental space to to write something new and feeling excited about it. And also starting to think about ways that maybe um, I can collaborate with people, even though we can't be in the same place. I recently had to do like a little, a project for a jazz church service actually, where like the guy in charge put some like demo tracks together and had like a whole rhythm section play other parts and had me sing over it and sax player. And it actually, I mean, obviously that's no substitute for like the live interaction that we all crave, but it was cool to see like how it, it pretty much worked. And it was, it felt like maybe I could try to make some demos this way. Like I could write music and like send my stuff out to my band and have them record their parts and like actually have something that's decent sounding. So I'm getting inspired by that. And also mm-hmm. spending more time with technology in general, like getting better at logic, like finally figuring out how to use like all of that stuff and, you know, make my own music. So yeah, that's, I've been running a lot, but yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. I go through definite spurts of uh, both, both sides of the coin and been doing the same, actually running a lot, a lot more than usual. So my, Knees aren't super happy with me, but uh, helps <laughs> helps clear my mind at least. Same here. <laughs> um, yeah. Chris, what have you been doing? You just been yeah. It's it's kind of the same, uh, very similar for me. Uh, I kind of take it day by day in terms of uh, productivity, and whereas in the past I would feel uh, bad about myself if I had squandered like a free hour or something. Now it's like. I'm, I'm trying to learn to live with, you know, having a day where I, where I can't check off this box or check off this box and just, you know, maybe the next day will be better. Cause I mean, that, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the mental balance at this point. So on days when I am being productive, I have a few different categories that I can go to. I think I mentioned um, arranging again for big band a little bit. It's a, it's actually a, a piece that I wrote that came out on the outside in, live at pinch recording session called Duelers Dance, which Jeremy played on. Uh, so I'm, Good too. I, I think that might go well for big man. I don't know. Um, and I've also taken some time to try to catch up on this giant, like pages long list of tunes that have been called on me over the years that I just haven't known. And now I'm, you know, trying to learn some of those because as a pianist that plays a lot of solo and duo gigs, um, uh, I, I get kind of, I shouldn't admit this. I get bored kind of easily with like the same old tunes. And, you know, some person could say, well, just play it in a different key or in a different style. Yes, you're right. But I also like learning a lot of new tunes. Um, yeah, I don't know. And, and and being okay, like I said, with like sitting outside on my porch and like reading a book for a while and not feeling like, oh, I, I should be practicing now. Because um, sometimes I just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to wrap my head around the space that we're living in right now. Um, but, uh, you know, we make do. It's It's been cool. And, of course, I have a certain amount of 
admin work that I have to trudge through every day through my job, which continues anyway. So uh, that's that can be fun and that can be annoying. So like I said, every day is a little different. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you guys were open to sharing some of those th thoughts because I think at least every time I open up Instagram, I'm just like, how many challenges is someone going to try to get me to do? It's like, get out of my face. <laughs> I don't need to do this push-up challenge and this uh, transcription challenge. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm really appreciative for all of you and your time this evening. I don't want to take up too much more of it, but I do want everyone to be able to tell people where they can find your music, if it's out already or if it's coming up, or send them either wherever you want to just tell, tell people where they can find your stuff and what you would love for them to check out um, if they have a minute during, during this time. Uh, who wants to start? Gary? Um, so, uh, I have my website at www.carryvanderkloot.com. Um, the spelling is kind of weird. I'll break it. K-A-R-I-V-A-N-D-E-R-K-L-O-O-T. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I have a new album coming out on June 5th with Next Level, so I'm really excited about that. Um, singles coming out next month, uh, May 5th and May 19th, so look out for that. Excellent. Uh, Jeremy? Yes. Um, well, like I said, my last record came out about a year ago. Um, you can find out a lot of information about that record, including some kind of behind the scenes videos that Nick mentioned about how we kind of blended West African music and jazz um, at my website, jeremynoller.com. Um, and uh, that new web series of lessons that I'm uh, putting out is going to be on Instagram, which is just my Instagram is at jeremynoller. Um, and I'm going to start putting those out next week, hopefully inspiring some drummers out there. Excellent. Uh, Aubrey? Um, I, as I mentioned a lot of times, um, <laughs> my album just came out, my first album. Away. <laughs> on March 20th, it's called Unraveled, and it features Jeremy Noller on drums and Chris Siegel on piano, among others. And um, you can find it on my website, aubreyjohnsonmusic.com, um, also on Bandcamp, and of course, Outside In's website, and then streaming anywhere. And um, have a couple music videos from the record on YouTube to check out as well. Yeah, very excellent music videos. Not just Thank any you. music videos, excellent music videos. Okay, Mike, yeah. <laughs> where do you want to Thanks. send people? Yeah. Uh, I had on Outside In a few years back, this uh, album by my group, the All Angles Orchestra. The album's called New Angle. Um, Alex Sipiagin um, played on a few tracks and sounded really great. Um, since then, you know, I, I mentioned the big band. I'm, I'm thinking that stuff uh, will probably be out in the fall. Um, we're gonna make these videos um, of the recording session when that happens of, of this four part suite that I wrote recently um my website is www.mconradmusic.com and i'm on facebook as well and I'm, i made a site for the band iowa jazz composers orchestra.com and uh we're on facebook as well great and chris where do you want to send people sure so i only have one record to my name and it's one of the older ones in the outside in catalog it's called manhattan lullaby 
Um, and uh, that's available on the usual streaming, ser uh, streaming services as well as through my website, which is chrisziemba.com, also outside in music. I think you can find it there. Um, I've got some online content coming out, collaborations with various people, uh, I think including Jeremy, although I don't want to speak for him, but there's something in the works there. Um, and some other folks. And then I will give a secondary shout out to Aubrey's record because that was definitely uh, being an Aubrey's band was one of my absolute favorite memories of my time spent living in New York. And uh, I'm super proud with the product and and uh, wish I could call it my own record because it's it's great. But uh, congrats, Aubrey. You guys played amazingly on it. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you all so much. You can find all their stuff at outsideinmusic.com either now or in the future. And uh, please do check out everybody's records. I know everyone has a few extra minutes and everybody could use your support. I'm sure if they, you can buy it from them or on their website, they would be very, very appreciative. And uh, thanks to all of you for taking a few minutes to reconnect tonight and, uh, or in the morning. If, I'm sorry <laughs> to make you wake up so early, Jeremy. But It's, uh, it's my pleasure, so, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon, and we'll see you later. <laughs>